11. Suggest something after the error. Welcome to Service Design Principles. I'm Guy Martin, joined by the author of the Service Design Principles series of books, founder of the Swiss Innovation Academy, and service design practitioner, the empowering Daniele Catalanotto. Thanks, Guy. Such a pleasure to be here. Your, your, your adjectives always make me smile. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. We'll, we'll run out of the positive ones and uh, we'll have to start using the negative ones soon. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> that I'm excited for. So every episode that we do on this podcast, we're looking at one of the principles from your book, The Service Design Principles 1 to 100. And today it's principle number 11, suggest something after the error. So as an error happens somewhere and we learn from principle 10, we've explained why that error has happened. Now what? Is that the end of the journey? No, indeed no. Uh and, and and you're selling that very well, you know. It's uh, you're, you're you're asking the question in a very good way. Basically, no. It's uh, saying that there is an error is a good thing. It's a good start. And saying why it's an, why this happened is a not a great step. But then helping people to do something about it is even better. And so it's kind of like these levels, you know, where uh, already if you don't speak about the errors, you know good to speak about them uh, and then you kind of go further in the, your maturity of error management if we can say it like that and uh, there are very simple things you can do you know um, sometimes it's suggesting a, a way to get support sometimes it's suggesting um, something else where you say this is happening we can't do anything about it but maybe we can uh, give you something else to read, something you'd be maybe you'd be interested in that, uh, or uh, you know just giving something to people so that they can feel a, a, a sort of power over the, the error that is happening. Right. Yeah, I think that there was a good example in uh, in the book of of this, and some that that most people will be familiar with as well, right? Yeah. You know the famous. Uh, error page uh, for uh, webmasters. Oh, webmasters, this is a very old term. <laughs> uh, now, now, now I'm feeling old again. But uh, for people who design websites, mm. uh, you know, there is always this 404 page, which is a page yep. where people arrive at where the page is missing. Yes. And uh, this might happen for many reasons, because maybe there was a page before and then the pe- person arrives at, uh, at, at a page that doesn't exist anymore. Or the person just um, mistyped the URL and arrives at the wrong place. And usually what happens is that people, the first thing they did was just write 404 error. And then that was it. Then with time, designers noticed, oh, we should explain what this is. And said, this page isn't, it doesn't exist, which is the why. And then designers being designers, they thought, let's make them beautiful. And so that's why you see all these illustrations and these fun things, and which is good, but still doesn't solve the problem. And then uh, you have now a, a, a whole different way of doing it, where people, when you arrive on a 404 page, people, for example, what they do is they show you the search box and they say, there is an error, this page is missing, what were you looking for? Here is the search box. Then there are other ways to do it, which are quite a bit more technological, but which can be fun, is looking at the words which are in the URL and then automatically finding pages that contain these keywords. Oh, and then smart. you can say, did you mean, did you want it to go there? You know, That's like a, a suggestion. And then there is the, th- the other way where if you don't have that 
technological possibility, you can just look at the stats of your website and see most people are searching, 90% of people who come on our website just look for the contact and then say, okay, maybe we provide that. And then obviously there is the classical thing where we say there was an error, uh, would you like to report the error or do you have a question? And then it helps uh, people to do something about it. I remember those 404 pages and some of them would make a little game out of it and yeah. I could you know, do that sort of thing. And I thought, okay, that's a, it's an interesting choice actually. And it was fun for a bit, but in terms of what the user is doing, they're not looking for that game. So it's, it's a nice little um, uh, gimmick, I suppose, but for the user, it's better that they come to that 404 page. And as you say, okay, now they've got choices of getting to what they want to do. They, they want to do something. They had an agenda when they when they came across your 404. You weren't able to deliver that either by their mistake or yours. So how do they get to where they want to be? And it's not going to be through a game, as fun as that might be, unless they're looking for a game. But, um, yeah, providing uh, frequently visited pages or, or, or you know, analysing your search and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, and then, and then again, you say it's, it's empowering uh, the, the user. So they have the choice of where do they want to go next? Here's some options that uh, are probably in the direction of where you were going initially before you were pulled out of this flow. Uh, by this by this error we here's some help to get back into the flow again indeed and and one thing that uh, you just inspired me uh, from our from, from one of our past conversations is also to one thing that you can add to it is to show what you're doing about it so for example with 404 pages a, a few people do that quite well is they write we've been notified that there was an error here. So it's basically saying, okay, we have a log system which says that every time there is a 404 page showing up, it's going to take the URL, send it to someone to check, uh, is this just um, uh, someone who mistyped or is this a page that should exist but that we deleted? Right. And Or is it a page that exists but that has changed URL and we forgot to put a redirect? You know? And so, but basically here showing not only you can do something about it, about it, but we are already doing something about it, and that's 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 powerful. Then, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been tempted sometimes to then write an email or something to say, "Oh, you've got a broken link here," or that this isn't working. But when you get that message up front, it's like, "Oh, well, they've already taken care of it." So, hopefully, when I come back in a month, if I if I make the same mistake. It, it, it won't be. Well, if I make the mistake, it may, may still happen. But if the mistake was theirs, then um, then that will be gone the next time I visit. Yeah, and obviously there is a lot to do with errors. I think one thing to remember is just this one, is that um, even if you don't have the technology, because I'm often thinking about small businesses who might hear about that and say, yeah, great, uh, but uh, my website does, doesn't run on a system where I can do that, where I can, you know, automatically check the URL. But, you know, there is still something you can do, you know. And, uh, and, and always thinking of in the limits of what I have, how could I suggest something here? Yeah. This was an interruption to the flow that the user wanted. How do we get them back on track uh, as, as easily as possible? Exactly.
Great. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks to you, man. The Service Design Principles Podcast is hosted by me, Guy Martin, with Daniela Catalanotto. Music by Mikhail Smusev. This is a production of Neolux Consulting.